This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Who's going to conquer the Crimson Tide? Bennett responding after the fumble with a tremendous throw and catch. And then the pick six to Sealy. And one more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. National champions at long last. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Ton to get to this hour. Let's talk some college football. We did a lot of NFL last hour college. We'll get into the Big Ten, our first look at the conference. Kind of about 20 minutes right now, though. We got to the Roman guest line. One of our favorite guests, Michael Felder, stadium college football analyst who talks of college football just a little over a month away from the start of the season. Michael, welcome back. Georgia won it last year. We'll start with this before we um, we get into everything about this coming season, who you like, some big picture stuff, futures, Heisman, all that. Where are you on the state of college football right now? It's 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 evolving every day. Every time I read a story, it's about this team is moving, that team is moving, they won't let that team move. Is all this going to end up good for college football, or is it not going to end up good for college football? Where, where do you stand on all the movement and what's changing in the sport? I I, I think the, the way I would describe it currently is that it's a little messy. Um, as the kids would say, it's messy. Stop being so messy. But I do think that whether it's, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, or what now we have is the fallout where the Big Twelve and the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve are like, no, we're not going to work together, and we'll see what happens with the ACC and what happens with their grant of rights. But it, it's it's messy. But honestly, I think it's I think college football is going to be better, and by better, uh, there's going to be more moving parts. Um, there's going to be some extinguishing of some rivalries, but there's going to be some creation of new rivalries. But I also think that. This is really going to test fans' metal, and it's going to test them with respect to, do I like my team or do I just like to watch TV on Saturday? And if you like your team, and I think about this, my parents both went to East Carolina. Uh, ECU is not going to be a part of whatever this big multi-two-conference big thing is, but my parents like ECU, so they're going to watch ECU no matter what. Same thing with folks that love App State, same thing with folks, and I'm, I'm, I'm being local here because – that's, those are the schools that, that I know those folks love them. Same thing with Georgia Southern, same thing with, with, with all those. Like, they love those schools. They love watching their school play ball. And so I think it's going to – you're dial into some of those closer rivalries, and then this bigger thing will be better for football from a football standpoint because you're going to have to actually be good. And for me, at the end of the day, that's all I want is, is, is 
in, in the words of, of, of Kyle from Summerhouse, summer should be fun. I always say football should be good. Teams should be good. It shouldn't be, well, we didn't get a chance. It should be, we're so good that we bought our, we got ourselves the chance. It, it's going to be like we're fans of leagues. They'll still call them conferences, but they're going to be leagues. I, I think a lot of fans, yes, no matter where their favorite team is or where they're located, they're going to follow that conference the closest, but they would pay attention to other ones. I, I wonder if fans are going to do that as much. Do you, do you think when this is all settled, we're going to be looking at three super conferences of about 20 teams? And if so, what about the rest? Well, I think we're gonna, I think we're looking at two: the Big Ten and the SEC. Okay. I, I don't know that the other ones are going to be completely viable. Um, UNC, Virginia. UN, I, I know that UNC, Virginia, Duke, uh, and maybe Georgia Tech are looking at what it's going to take to get out of the Grant of Rice so they could possibly join the Big Ten. With obviously Washington and Oregon also being in the mix for that as well. And then Clemson, Florida State, Miami. They are looking at what it would take for, to get them into the SEC. West Virginia is also trying to figure out a way for them to be a part of that, same as Virginia Tech. So I think we're looking at two big leagues. And so we go from, what are we at right now from a power five? 65 teams plus Notre Dame. And mm-hmm. we're looking at essentially eliminating between 15 and 20 of those schools from the power five to go, get to this power two. And again, I go back to, if you're a Memphis fan, like you don't have to worry about this. And and one of my buddies, Marilyn Payne, uh, she's a reporter. Like she does, like live. She's a live events reporter. She goes, it's she she gave us the ultimate line of if you have to ask, you can't afford it. And it's one of those things where if you have to ask where your team is going to fit into two power conferences, you're probably not going to fit. And the reality of it is, like I think about NC State a lot because NC State's a team that's on the cusp. And our same thing, and, and you flip it to the other side, and not to make the Herb Sindek like reference, but like you flip it to, to the other side, Arizona State. They're a team that's on the cusp. There's some attractiveness to them from where they are located, but the reality of it is, is you're going to get that state no matter what with USC, um, USC and UCLA. You're still going to get Arizona with those schools, or with UNC or Duke or Virginia, you're still going to get the triangle, so you don't have to worry about NC State. And so I'm not saying they're going to be fully left out in the cold. The, the SEC may call them in because they do fit from a culture standpoint. But I think at the end of the day, if you like your team, like your team, and this is something that I've said, I've said this on this show, said it on a lot of other shows as well. If you like football, just enjoy the football. Like it, 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 the end all be all shouldn't be how much money your team makes or where you guys fit from a national basis. Like I, I really love go- Like I like, I still watch. I watch Wofford. I watch Wofford play, a school that I almost went to. Why? Because I love what they're doing offensively. I literally am sitting down right now, and while you guys call me, I'm going through Coastal Carolina's plays because they do a really interesting thing that's a middle bunch. And I like that because it's interesting football. And they run quad formations that motion into a, a, a middle bunch. And it's not like that. Nobody else is doing it. Ooh, I love it. Michael Felder watching film right now. Um, while you're watching film, have you thought about any futures, college football-wise, national championship, conference, division? Is there anything you've got your eye on? Um, so you guys, you guys know the numbers better than I do, but, I mean, I think Ohio State's going to win a national championship this year. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're going to be, if we're being like completely frank, I think Ohio yeah. State's going to win a national championship this year. And like, that's the part, that's the thing that I've been going through. And I've been trying to figure out a way and I've been trying to look at who can beat them. But when I go through and I keep watching and watching and watching and watching and watching, and then you throw in the fact that they added Jim Knowles to the, to the mix, defensively, they're going to be better. Offensively, they're going to be better, which is scary. The fact that the craziest thing about Ohio State is they had two receivers taken in the first round, and we're not worried about it at all because they got Jackson Smith and Jiva, and they have Marvin Harrison Jr. and they've got like they're they're going to be better offensively this year than they were a year ago. And a year ago, they had Garrett Wilson, who was a top ten pick, and they had Chris Olave, who's a first rounder as well. That's mm-hmm. scary, right? Like that should be scary to people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, uh, well, look, throw this at you, Michael. If you can only bet one of these futures, I'll give you the numbers on both, but you brought up Ohio State, and I'm with you. I think Ohio State's going to win the title this year. I think they're the best team. Would you rather take Ohio State plus 350 to win the whole thing or just take C.J. Stroud 2-1 to one to win the Heisman Trophy? You mentioned the weapons he has, and you're right. No one's worried about the weapons because they have maybe better ones, even though they lost two first-round wide receivers Stroud to win the Heisman or Ohio State to win the title? If you only could pick one to bet on, what would you pick? I'd bet on, I'd bet on the Heisman. Um, I think he's I think he's going to win it. And here's the thing. Bryce Young won last year, right? Mm-hmm. So what we're dealing with is, and this is something that we've seen time after time after time, Lamar Jackson in a lot of ways had a better season after he won the Heisman. Um, we, we've seen Johnny Manziel had a better season after he won the Heisman, but people want you to be so much better after you win the Heisman that you can't win it again. And that's the whole issue that Bryce Young's going to be battling against is that. So you take CJ Stroud. That's the one that feels like, like, I think Ohio State won the national championship. I feel like that's easy money, but I feel like this is easier money because CJ Stroud, he didn't win the Heisman which means they're going to look for somebody different to put in there, and he's going to be the guy. We're with you on Ohio State. Now, what the odds are saying is there, there's three teams on, the, on that top tier, and they're by themselves, just how the odds really drop. Alabama's a favorite, Ohio State's a second favorite, and Georgia's also in the team picture. Let's say those three teams, the odds are correct, and they're in the playoff. Who's the fourth team? that you think is going to enter that picture. Uh, some of the teams that, as far as the odds go, Clemson, drop little drop-off to Clemson, then a bigger drop-off to teams like USC, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Michigan. 
Who's that fourth team that's going to join Bama, Ohio State, and Georgia? So we got to take all the SEC teams. You got to take those ones out because if if Georgia and Alabama yeah. are already in there, nobody else from the SEC is good. So they're out. So now yeah. it comes down to the other four power conferences or somebody coming from the outside in. The problem is Cincinnati's not going to be as good this year. They lost when you lose three defensive backs in the first two days of the NFL draft. You got a problem, and I don't know how you fix it. And then you also have you lost. A couple of linebackers, and oh, by the way, my Jay Sanders is gone too. So you got to fix that. So I don't think Cincinnati's in the mix. Houston, I don't think they're going to get there with Clinton soon. So we don't have a. I don't think that there's a a a a, a G five team that's going to get in. So what are we looking at? We're looking at the Pac twelve. I think USC is still a project, and Caleb Williams is still a project. There's a lot of things about his game that other people are like lauding him, but I, there's a lot of things about his game that have to evolve and have to change because. He still doesn't read defenses. He's a one one. It's literally a one read and go player. So that doesn't. That's not going to get you to where you need to be. That's why they had so many problems last year at Oklahoma. Um, then we get to uh, Oregon. I think Oregon's an interesting name. I know you didn't say Oregon, but I think Oregon's mm-hmm. interesting because they're a team that is going to play good defense. I still don't know what Landing's going to do with them offensively, but they're a team that. That everybody, every Ducks fan that I talk to, they think they're going to be better offensively. They think they're better off without Anthony Brown. And so they're going to see what they're going to be able to do. So I'm interested in what Oregon fits into. But I don't want to put them on that list. I, I think the only two answers are what? Clemson and Notre Dame, right? What, what, would you would Dame. you put Utah? Do you think Utah can enter that conversation? Oh, I would love for them to enter the conversation. I think that they are. <laughs> I, 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 let me tell you, I think that they're going to stomp a mud hole in Florida when they go down there. It's mm, scary. Wow. I, I, it's scary for Florida fans. I was talking to my friend, Cyrita. She does radio in uh, Baltimore. She's a Florida, but she, but she went to Florida. She's a Florida fan. And she was like, don't, please don't bring that game up because it terrifies me. And Utah, yes. And, but we don't talk about Utah nearly enough, but Cam Rising's going to be down there. They're going to play tough defense. I mean, Utah's a team, like they're, they're, Utah's a team full of billy goats, right? Like they chew up, they eat aluminum cans and then they and, and they show up and they stand on your roof and look at you and get it on. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Um what about any week one games that you like? Um tell us about that. I know you're you're dialed in, so is there anything that you have your eye on if people are looking to bet it now? Give me a rundown of week one because the problem for me is confusing week one and week zero because I can tell you zero. what. I'm not about yeah. Sorry, about I meant zero. I apologize. Let's do zero. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I just – I am so – I'm right now I'm, I've been going through a bunch of um, like just college football, like looking at numbers and looking at stats. And so yeah. the weeks are all different for me because it's – I don't – it's – I'm okay. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not good with dates and I'm terrible with times. So. Well, I know you like Utah, Florida. Um, do you want me to, to read some other games off to you? No, I got it. I'm pulling up the schedule. The 20, so but week, week zero technically is what? The 27th of August, right? That's when it starts. I already told you I'm not excited about Nebraska Northwestern. Um, you can really give it a miss on Utah and at, at, at Utah. Uh, Utah State, excuse me, but I am excited for if we're the week as the week continues. West Virginia versus Pitt, the backyard brawl being uh, brought back is interesting. Keaton Slovis transfers from USC to Pitt. 
Um, following in the path of my buddy, Max Brown, the USC quarterback that then ends up at Pittsburgh. And West Virginia is interesting because they have JT Daniels now. And so we got it. That, that to me is a very interesting football game. It's a rivalry that I don't think a lot of people in the country realize is a rivalry. But that's a game where you're going to get some emotion. You're going to get some fight. And it's, it's, it's crazy because Pitt lost – they lost the best quarterback they've had since, what, Dan Marino? And they lost the best wide receiver they've had since Larry Fitzgerald. How do they rebound from that? And their first test is going to be against that, 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 um, that Neil Brown NASCAR offense and how they work. But that one's on the radar for me, absolutely. Very interested to watch that one. Uh, the other one for me that I'm going to throw up there, and I don't know what this looks like. I don't think it's probably – it may not be interesting to other people, but Virginia Tech versus Old Dominion. Because ODU, we saw them – what was it? Was it two years ago they beat Virginia Tech? And they, like, they had these wide receivers that just exposed Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech has a new coach. This is a battle where it's in the same it's – in, it's, it's, in, it's an interstate battle. Love it. Great stuff from Michael Felder as we look forward to the start of college football season. On the other side, our first dive into the Big Ten. Odds to win it. Heisman thoughts all coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. 